Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Skate Escape. I am your host, Malcolm Watson. This is episode, I would say episode six, but according to my records, it's episode five. So I'm going to keep it in miracle order and just say episode five of The Skate Escape. On this episode, I'm going to talk about the panda bear in the room um, and enjoy skateboards and the fact that the entire team has effectively quit via social media all on their respective Instagram pages. Um, I believe the real root of the reason was guys weren't getting paid. And, you know, who's going to show up to work every day knowing that you're working for free? So that that is what it is first and foremost. But just to, to give you guys insight into what it feels like and what to expect when the music is over is a lot of closed doors. To keep it, to, to keep it all the way honest with you, once you find out in skateboarding that your sponsor is either going out of business, if you're lucky enough, they'll pay you one last paycheck or um, give you a little bit of a heads up. But from my experience, um, I, I've been I've, I've dealt with it on multiple levels. When I wrote for Arcade, I did get a heads up and they did pay me one last paycheck. And when I wrote for World Industries, I was kind of strung along in that sense of uh, knowing that my contract was up was coming up and um the team manager they didn't they didn't have the spine to actually be honest with me so uh ultimately he told me you know i'm not sure what's going to happen you might get a pay cut a pay raise who knows but in reality they did know what was going to take place on that date they just strung me along and so in this game you have to keep your eyes open to it you're dealing with it's it's kids and grown men's bodies they are, are boys and men's bodies. They don't really have it in them, to be honest with you. So they'll always take the easiest way out of conflict or even um, just being honest with you. They can't do it. It's hard to find. So back to enjoy. For most individuals, this is the end of your skateboard career. Um, once your sponsors are gone, it, it tends to be a domino effect. Your board sponsor is the glue that keeps everything else together. What I mean by everything else is your board sponsor, if you ride for a top tier board company, like say an Element, uh, anything Dwindle related, Deluxe related, those are top tier companies and that will have a domino effect into you riding for a good shoe sponsor. In the case of Nike, Vans, DC, Adidas, etc. You get the point. And with those shoe sponsors is where you're going to make the bulk of your money. And nowadays, clothing brands aren't as big as they were a few years back where you have multiple options. But with that being said, your clothing sponsor check is still going to make up a huge chunk of your monthly income. And if you're fortunate enough, you have a Red Bull drink sponsor, Red Bull Monster, Rockstar, etc., and typically with the drink sponsors, that'll cover your travel. They, they tend to give you a travel budget, which will get you to contests and whatnot, cover your hotel, etc. As long as you keep that hat on and throw the sticker on the board and hold the water bottle with their whatever, whatever you want inside of it. And that's the way it goes. But back to the lecture at hand, the board sponsor is the glue that keeps that together. And when you lose your board sponsor, most of these other sponsors will give you a limited time to go find another sponsor they want to see if you'll bounce back and that bounce back is going to dictate if that contract gets renewed or cease to exist 
And most jobs nowadays, they can terminate employment at any time for any given reason. They don't even have to really, it doesn't even have to make sense. They can just end it like that. And skateboarding is no exception. And so um, when it comes to guys like Coswell Berry, who isn't necessarily 16 or 21 anymore, this could be it. I think Louis Barletta, just me personally, with his marketability and personality, he may very well bounce back. Age isn't an issue, but this will be the end of the road for half of those guys. Zach Whalens and and the other guys on that squad, this could be it. But only time will tell. You know, time is undefeated in that sense. But from my experience, for a lot of guys, they do not bounce back when their major sponsor goes out. There's a few cases where... Um, to keep it real, when you are in with the in crowd, if you lose your board sponsor on Monday and you were one of these uh, shot callers, if you will, or wanted in this game, you lose your board sponsor on Monday. By Tuesday, you're already riding another brand's boards. By Wednesday, you're looking at, you know, multiple boxes for multiple companies because you've made phone calls and people, the industry already knows what's going on behind the scenes. So, Nine times out of 10, they've already reached out to you with offers and safe to say by Friday, you already have made a choice as to where your next home is going to be just that fast. If not sooner, the industry will already know who you're going to ride for and the check will be clearing. And at this point, you're just working on getting your footage together for that welcome part or in this day and age, that Instagram part with a couple clips to show what you uh, that you're welcome to the team. Um, for example, you have Jamie Foy right now, who just left Death Wish to ride for for hockey skateboards, and on his welcome to the team part, we can say about ninety percent of the tricks he's still riding Death Wish skateboards. So it doesn't really matter. We already know what he's capable of on the board. It's just showing the introduction that this is his new home, and everything from there is kosher. So it's important in this game that you uh, try and have some solid relationships, but it's really murky waters because a lot of people, they'll tell you, you know, they're down for you, you're the best, all of that. But in reality, when it comes time to breaking bread, you run into those invisible brick walls of all of a sudden the budget's just not there or, you know, the team is full or we just let this guy on. And ultimately, that's just a no, another way of saying no, you're not going to ride for us. Um, another thing is that there's so much money out here, but people still see the next man as a threat as if it's not enough money for everyone to eat. So everyone's looked at as a threat. And lastly, I can't stress this one enough. It's very crucial that you always have a backup in the form of either an education or um, some sort of work history outside of skateboarding or a skill because there's a website called malachi.com which is equivalent to the indie jobs of action sports and it's a site where you can go to and find jobs from uh, designer jobs at Quicksilver, Roxy, Ruka, uh, even at Soul Tech they, they have ads on Indeed for, for jobs, but most of these jobs require four-year college degrees. And so that's, it, it's next to impossible to find within skateboarding. Most people didn't have time to attend a four-year college and get a degree while pursuing skateboarding full-time. It, it's oil and water. 
And most sponsors, they won't even, they'll look at that as a reason to not put you on the team saying that it's going to take away from you actually skateboarding. But at the end of the day, when the music is over, that's what you're going to rely on to actually bounce back and put food on the table. So with that being said, if it doesn't matter how long you've been skateboarding when it comes to actually, okay, I lost all my sponsors. Now I'm going to try and go work in the industry. The industry is going to ask you, where's your degree? even though they know the answer to that. So you're still kind of shut out. Um, In some cases, they will make a job for you, but it's not going to pay the same as that person in the industry that has a degree that may have never even stepped foot on a skateboard. So it's kind of a limitation in that sense. And then when it comes to actually looking for these uh, Walmart greeter minimum wage type jobs, you still have a crutch with having skateboarding on your resume because when you walk in there for the interview and they see that 10 year employment history void, they're not going to understand that you were a professional skateboarder and that it's over. All they see is Tony Hawk. And then they think like, okay, well, where's your money? Why are you working here? And they know that if, okay, you were a professional, uh, you sold skateboards with your name on it. So you have somewhat of celebrity status. People recognize you. That's going to garner you attention that we may not want at our establishment. So right there, you know, we'll call you later with our answer. But the answer is effectively no. And this is just for you to be a Walmart greeter. So you end up kind of stuck. It's a crutch. So as I say, try and keep you learn you a skill. Don't tell your friends. Don't tell anybody. Just have it in your back pocket. Uh, Just at that get out of jail free card, if you will, as a plan B so that you uh, your quality of life doesn't have to change once the wheels fall off the board and you find out on Monday that, you know, that check isn't showing up or the team decided to go in a different direction. And instead of giving you a heads up, they wait to the last minute and uh, you find out that way with a with an Instagram post or a tweet that you've been replaced. So it's, it's a dirty game. It's a dirty game out there. Just keep that in mind. That's my advice. That's my spiel. And also just to uh, dig into the actual top tier in skateboarding in terms of how a board sponsor is the glue that keeps everything together. Back in um, this is the early 2000s when I wrote for RK, one of my teammates, he wanted to ride for DVS and they told him, hey, if you get a better board sponsor, you can ride for DVS. And they gave him a list of companies that they looked at as top tier companies that they would want to be affiliated with their brand. And if you weren't on one of those eight companies, you weren't going to get on the team. It doesn't matter how good you are. So that's when we go back to that insiders versus outsiders. You could be amazing on a skateboard and still be considered an outsider if you're not affiliated with a top tier board sponsor and that board sponsor will dictate the quality of um sponsors that you have from board sponsor on down to your shoe sponsor hardware sponsor etc that's just the way it goes and on that list it was i don't remember all of them but i know it was deluxe which is real anti-hero crooked um uh birdhouse was on that list and the guy eventually left arcade and got on birdhouse they had Powell wasn't on the list. Santa Cruz was not on the list. Element was on the list. Girl Chocolate, of course. I think a couple of the KO Court brands were on the list. Your DGK Expedition, etc. Organica. 
and the rest of the brands they just looked at as inferior. And so they'll they'll flow you product, but you will never be on the team unless you are actually, you know, have an ad from one of these top tier situations. And that's just the way the game goes. And even with the top tier board sponsor, you may not make a lot of money with that sponsor, but it will open up the door for you to, to actually make money with a great shoe sponsor and clothing sponsor, etc. And so that's my, uh, you know, my, my free 99 knowledge on life after skateboarding in the actual game in terms of how sponsorship works, top tier versus bottom feeders in this industry. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, the Skate Escape, your host, Malcolm Watson, signing off. Keep those wheels rolling. Peace.